Before we start the show, I want to tell you about Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by John Lee Dumas, available now on the HubSpot Podcast Network. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey. Recent episodes you should check out are How to Multiply Your Business Value with IP Assets, How College Sophomores Turn $20, a Cell Phone, and a Dream into a Cookie Company Valued at Over $500 million. How to live tax-free as an entrepreneur. I think I'm going to go listen to that one myself. If you are looking for tips and strategies to create the business and life you've always dreamed of, then listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Every week on the show, we coach you to build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead, the right engine is your marketing, the left engine is your sales, the wings are your products, and the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Well, today, we're going to talk about why you, as a small business owner, need to sell only one thing. Now, I know what you're saying. We, we sell 27 things, Don. We sell 500 things. Yeah, but if you can have an umbrella offering, some problem that you solve, some solution that you solve that all of your other products or revenue streams fit under, your business is much more likely to grow. If that sounds easier said than done, don't worry. Let me explain. It's all going to come out in my conversation with James and Walter Miltenberger of SIFT. James and Walter Miltenberger from SIFT, two brothers in business together. You guys must like each other. So far, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's gone well. Well, you know, I teased everybody that you guys have a really interesting business and business model. Will you tell me what it is? Sure, yeah. Uh, so we have a Chrome extension that runs searches for people who buy and sell stuff using local marketplaces. So like local marketplaces would be Facebook Marketplace, OfferUp, Craigslist, things like that. And uh, what we found is a lot of people who do that waste a lot of time looking for new inventory. And our product does that for them. So it kind of automates that front end work and they can focus on the flipping aspect and less on finding new inventory. Okay, break, break that down for us. It sounds like what you do is people who go online and find things in order to buy them and resell them. Correct. Right? 100%. Okay. So they find things and then they mark the price up or whatever. And, you know, we all know like the 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 shows on uh, HDTV and stuff where people go in and find antiques. All that stuff has moved online, right? A lot of it. The, I mean, there are things that are still, you know, stuck in that age. But for most flippers, they're finding their stuff on, you know, any of those apps that people can sell them on. And that's what they're called? These people call themselves flippers? I think so. I mean, it's uh, usually when you say flipper, people always go towards, oh, you buy and sell houses. But the majority of flippers are just selling, you know, phones, refrigerators, washer dryers, couches, stuff like that. All right. How did you guys get started in this? Were you flipping something first before you realized that somebody had to create software? Or how, how did you figure out this this need for software? Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, so I actually started buying and selling sectionals, a couch with multiple parts. Usually it has a chase or something like that. And is there more money in a sectional than there is in a regular couch? Yes. Everybody has a couch. And when they sell it, they're selling it for dirt cheap. But sectionals are usually nicer and there's less supplies. So you can there's more room for marking it up, basically. Wow. I, I mean, I, sorry, I, I'm just, you know, I'm curious about 
business and how they work. James, we'll get to your part here in a second. Yeah. But Walter, how much do you buy a sectional for? <laughs> What's involved in getting it to the person who's going to sell it? What do you do to, you know, I mean, imagine you're making more than the change that you find in the cushions. Oh, for sure. How lucrative is it? I mean, it's got to be. You're, you're literally going to people's houses, lifting up a 400-pound sectional. I imagine putting it in the back of a truck. So when people when people sell a car, for example, they've got Kelly Blue Book and they can know, oh, here's what my the used market is on cars. When someone's selling a sectional, there's nothing for that. And so it's usually the sectionals that we're buying are, you know, originally four to eight thousand dollars and they've gotten their use out of them. They just want them gone. And so our first sectional that we bought and sold, we bought for two hundred dollars. And we sold, I think, like two weeks later for fourteen hundred dollars, and <laughs> and we you know, cleaned it up and you know took nice twelve hundred dollar a twelve hundred dollar markup on our first sectional. Yeah, it wasn't the first one we sold, but it was the first one we bought. And then, so I mean, there's two of you, so that's twelve hundred bucks. I'm kind of doing the math here. How many sectionals do you need to sell a week in order to feed your family, and make a pretty good income? Uh, not. <laughs> depending on how much you need in a week. Uh, so we, my cousin and I split up. We still work out of the same warehouse, but we do it individually now. You have a warehouse? Yeah, we have a, a thousand square foot warehouse that we work out of. Um, I've got an employee that works with me and he's got a buddy that helps him. You've got an employee yeah. flipping couches. Well, just one day a week. It's not, it's not super glamorous. It's very hot. It's, it's uh, sweaty. <laughs> I, I'm really wanting SIF to work out very quickly. So, so SIF is the software side. We're getting into that. What goes into, I mean, let's, let's you know, 1200 bucks is 1200 bucks. This is a great like college age kind of thing. You're, oh, you're yeah. older than that, but this is a great college age 100%. kind of thing. 100%. Okay. But then you got sick of backbreaking work and you decided, I want to get into a software startup business. Is that when you called your brother? Walter, is that when you called James? I called James very early on. It was probably within three months of starting this that I realized we we're wasting so much time finding inventory, and there has to be a better way to do this. There has to be. Um, and so I, I asked James, can we create something that will do this work for me? And I'll let maybe James take it over from here as far as how that process worked. So James, is, which one of you is older? Which one of you is younger? Well, actually, we're twins, technically. Walter will tell you he's a little older, <laughs> older than me. Yeah, technically, I, I'm the oldest. Walter will tell you that, <laughs> a, a whether or half, not that's true. You know, more time on the earth than I do. But uh, So you called, Walter, you called your younger, smarter, sitting in an air conditioner coding <laughs> brother. Exactly. The software engineer, yeah, of the two of us. And said, is there anything, like a good entrepreneur, you kept looking for the bigger problem, the more lucrative problem to solve. Is that right, Walter? Yeah. And I, right, There's a lesson in there for everybody listening. Listen up, kids. <laughs> there's I, a bigger problem than the one you're solving. There is. I spent about maybe 15 minutes trying to do it myself and realized I was very much in over my head. And that's when I called James, asking <laughs> an innocent question if he knew how to operate something knowing that he would say, Walter, let me just build this for you. <laughs> and that's what he did. Yep. Yeah. Cheap labor. Yeah. <laughs> he came to me pretty early on, actually. And, uh, you know, I, I was able to do something like a really, really, you know, simple, bare bones tool that just solved the core problem. And and once I got that to him, actually, they used that for, well, I mean, a few weeks at least, Walter, right? Yeah. And you just used it for yourself. You weren't thinking, let's 100%. create a piece of software we can sell. You were just like, I need to find. Is it because you're having to type in all sorts of parameters and you're always having to search and did this thing that James built, did it do the searching automatically like 24-7 for you? Yep. A hundred percent. So the, ah. if you want to do it from your phone, you've got to re-put in all your searches, look through all the things you've already seen before. 
uh, what this tool does is it runs those searches exactly how you want them. And it analyzes everything and says, oh, I've already sent him this one, this one, this one, this one. This is a new one. Let me put all this information into an email and send it to him. And that sounds important because you've got to beat the competition. They're out there looking for it. You got to beat them. And then you're looking for specific. Okay. Now I've got, I mean, automatically I'm sitting here going, there's people flipping all sorts of things. There's people flipping cars. There's people flipping yep. jet skis. There's people flipping antiques, you know, all sorts of things, right? And so have you moved into any other markets? So right now our our paying users consist only of sectionals, such people who buy and sell sectionals. But, there but are, you're daydreaming about something bigger, right? Yeah. So uh, we're actually, I've got a guy who runs like a two and a half thousand member group of phone flippers. And he's using the software and he's like, this is amazing. And so we're working on an affiliate deal with him. And then he's going to kind of do a webinar with his group and pitch it to them. So we're, we're trying to break into other markets. And that is definitely the goal. How much are you charging? It's $99 a month. Hundred bucks a month. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, if you're making twelve hundred bucks on one couch, and if you can beat your competition to the couch, that's pretty that's a pretty good price point. Yeah. We really we've we focused on customers for the first few months and then we've been improving it for the last four months. And now we're like we're getting to a point now where we're okay, how do we how do we scale this beyond just reaching out to individual users who might want to you know, be a customer? So now, now yeah. really, it seems like the main challenge is just getting it in people's hands, like making people aware that it exists and uh, getting them to download the extension and try it. Because once they do that, we've kind of hooked them. Uh, we seem to have a pretty high success rate of converting people. So are you guys doing like a two-week free trial or a one-week free trial? Well, you download it, you get three days. And then once you give us your credit card, you get another two weeks. We're kind of we're playing with two weeks free trial versus your first month for a dollar. Either way, though, when once people give us their credit card, I think our conversion rate is a hundred percent. Like nobody wants to stop. You know, after the first month, they they want to keep paying us. Okay, you tell me some interesting things here. So you d- you want to get that credit card? Once somebody gives you that credit card, you you want to plan an email sequence about five or seven emails that just tell success stories of other people using it. And okay. yep. preferably within each segment. So if you're only doing couch sectional flippers first, you want to you want to plan that. But but I want to get back to something bigger. The the program and the product that you're selling is called Sift S Y F T, right? Yep, correct. You can keep that if you want, but I would actually choose a different brand name. Okay. And the reason is because Sift doesn't exactly tell me what it is close enough. It needs a little too much explanation. Gotcha. I would buy flipfast.com. I think Sift can be the software, but I think I think it's much bigger than sectional flippers. And mm-hmm. uh, I think if you had something like flipfast.com, somebody might be squatting on it, but nobody's using it. And then what you're really helping people do is flip things faster. And I think that's the number. You, you got to own a problem. And I think the problem is if you want to win at the game of flipping anything, you've got to be fast. And you can't own three or four problems. You have to own one major problem. And the major problem is if you flip phones, which you're already moving into the phone market, if you flip antiques, if you flip whatever, you have to be fast. And the fastest person will win and they'll make the most money. And we help you, we help you find what you're looking for fast. You know, that's what we do. I like that. 
While the markets may have seen a dip in quarter two venture capital funding, it does not mean your business is destined to plateau. Start scaling now by using any of HubSpot's thousands of in-house crafted integrations for marketing, sales, and service. HubSpot is on a mission to help your business grow better with a CRM platform that's easy to buy, use, and scale. Stuck on how to streamline your deals? The Sales Hub helps you close more deals by automating your busy work. Need to automate your social media? The Marketing Hub has everything you need to publish, post, and monitor your social media channels all in one place. And with Service Hub, centralized customer data keeps your support teams all moving in one direction, and that is forward. Learn how HubSpot can make it easier for your business to grow better at HubSpot.com. You know, there's one thing that's really clear as I talk to small business owners every week, and that's that they need a plan. They need a plan to follow as they grow their small business. I started my business without a plan and probably, ah, gosh, in the 10 years I've been running a business, I bet I've wasted four of those just chasing down uh, ideas that didn't really help me grow my company. The truth is a plan is actually very, very simple. Uh, there are six frameworks that you need to know. And if you know those six frameworks, you have a plan to grow a small business. You know what you are doing. That's exactly what you get at businessmadesimple.com. You get a plan to optimize revenue and profit. You need email addresses. You need focus on three economic objectives. You need a clear marketing message. You need to invite the customer into a story. That's our sales framework. You need to manage your cash flow so you don't run out. All of that is part of the plan that is available to you at businessmadesimple.com. Plus, I host a live stream. You get access to me every month live. You can actually ask me a question. Join thousands and thousands of business owners just like you who have a plan to optimize revenue and profit. If you join Business Made Simple, you will have a plan too. Go to businessmadesimple.com and get your plan. Optimize revenue and profit, and you will not only survive, you will thrive. Go to businessmadesimple.com. And now back to the show. And then I think you need, you know, I'm just going to take you down the sales funnel. You, you need to, to wireframe that landing page. You want a lot of problem language. And pro by problem language, I mean, are you tired of uh, staying up at all nights or refreshing your browser to find out if new products come on? Wouldn't you love to get a text message that tells you there's a new cell phone or whatever you're looking for? And then I think, you, you know, you need that. And then you need a bunch of bullet points. You know, it will help you flip cell phones. It will help you flip sectionals. It will help you flip flashlights. I don't know what people are into. <laughs> you, know, you know, it helps you flip this stuff. And you need all of those. And then you need a low cost, you know, or free trial. And then, and then just say, we'll give you your dollar back on your second month. And, you know, or something like that. So, you know, technically it's free trial. But we got to get their credit card information because you guys have already told me if people are using it, they're using it. And yep. I think that you, I think you should actually launch this thing, like keep going after your sectional market, but it's a much, much bigger market. You've already got 12 people paying you a hundred bucks a month for sectionals. My guess is that's still blue ocean. There's still oh, yeah. hundreds of people Definitely. who could be paying you, but there's way more people looking for antiques and things like that. Um, can I use it? Can I, like, if I have an antique store, can I use it to say like paintings of sailing ships, uh, you know, end tables, or can I use it for multiple things or can I only use it to find one thing? Multiple things. Multiple, yeah, and, whatever uh, you want to search for. And for, for my hundred bucks a month? For your hundred bucks a month, you get oh, come on. three every antique, three Every searches. antique dealer in the country should be using this. <laughs> we agree completely. <laughs> it really, it does. I mean, it's just an email, it sends you an email to whatever email you want and you just, 
Is there anything new? Let me check. So my basically, email. you're walking around with your phone. You check your email. You say, "Yeah, I want that," and then you go over to Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or wherever, and you make an offer. Yep, exactly. It takes you right to the listing, and then you can literally train somebody to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. You could have an employee who does it. Yeah, you can get you know, fifteen twenty dollar a month employees to run around with a used truck and pick this stuff up, and this business is basically automated. Yep. In, in some ways, you need to watch it. You need to check in every day, but this would help you do that. I, I still think you should, do, you should do 100% for anybody who buys it, but you should do a 50-50 subscription sharing program with you know, influencers like your, like your cell phone guy. And you know, anybody who can sell 10 or 20 or 30 of these, you know, there, are, there are antique conferences out there. There are people who, you know, you, you guys, this you, you haven't even started. I mean, you know, you can get into some of these places and talk about how to flip fast and the five things that you've learned about flipping anything. And, you know, you can create lead generators and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Start collecting email addresses and, and you guys can create a, a sales funnel here that begins to sell this thing. And if you have an affiliate program, I'd do a 50-50 split on it. You know, I, when people listen to this episode and uh, they go to flipfast.com, They'll see what we have done. Or if you go to sift.com, because FlipFast, for whatever reason, wasn't available. Uh, it's actually siftapp.io. Sift app. Yeah, yeah that's going to work. <laughs> Siftapp.what? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think could happen, though. I think you guys might somehow get disrupted. Are there, are there you know, like, a fa- is Facebook going to come down on you somehow? Or is Craigslist going to come down on you? Are people going to stop your business in its tracks? That was the biggest concern that we had starting it. But actually, there was a kind of a great, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Yeah, there's some case law now, basically, that says if something is is publicly available, you can scrape it, basically. Uh, It was a case with LinkedIn, I think. But also, the the way the software works is it's actually, it's scraping these marketplaces from the user's computer. So it's as if the user's actually on that marketplace, refreshing the page and and looking around. Ah. So I actually don't think it really breaks any any user agreements at all. Okay. Yeah, sometimes when I when I meet folks who have opportunities like you have before you. I mean, you could literally be you could be talking about, you know, pretty quickly a million bucks a month of pure profit. That'd be great. It would be great. And when I hear a story like yours and I hope that happens for you. I I literally just sit everybody down and say at any moment it can all go away. And so what that means is there's three things you're not going to buy. You're not going to buy a plane or a boat or a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> like the dressing? <laughs> because if you, if you buy... Never buy No, it. you can buy the dressing. You can buy the salad dressing, but no ranch with like actual cattle. Yeah, because that's what rich people do. Dumb rich that's people fair. go buy planes, boats, and ranches. Okay, so let's talk about what we've learned so far. One is we, we really want to think about one problem that the product solves. And there, I think there are several, right? You, you know... You're finding the exact product that you need or whatever. But I think the one that everybody would understand the quickest is fast. You've got to be fast at finding the inventory. And that's the problem that this solves. It does so, at, in, in my opinion, at a really great price, price point because I think 299 bucks, even though it's a great deal, it, it feels like a risk where $99 doesn't, especially if I can cancel any time. Mm-hmm. I think your price point is actually correct. I think all that you guys have right now is a marketing issue. Yeah. That's it. I think you call it flip fast. You come up with a great lead generator. You wireframe an incredibly easy to understand landing page and you start doing business. You start growing. 
Okay, and if people want to know more, uh, let's say Flip Fast didn't work out, which it might not. Somebody's somebody's sitting on it right now. Uh, but if that didn't work, it will be at siftapp.io. Is that right? S y f t a p p dot io. That's correct. Yep. All right. All right, you guys. I love it. I love what you're doing. I don't think you're going to have a problem succeeding. I think it's a marketing issue, and I think you can solve this within about two weeks. Awesome. And then I think the I think the you're off to the races from there. Thanks so much, Don. Don, thanks so much. Thanks for having us. All right. I think these guys are pretty easy to root for, and I wish them the absolute best. I think they're going to do just fine. Gosh, I mean, you know, I'm not kidding. There's so many businesses that come on this podcast that are like, gosh, I wish I owned 10% of that. But that's not my job. My job is to make you money, not to take part of it. Uh, although that might be my next job. I may hang my hat and uh, hang up my hat and just become an investor in some of these things. Okay. At the end of every episode, though, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. And today's plan of action has to do with the problem. And, and you've heard me say it a million times, but it bears repeating because so many of us aren't doing it. We think we're doing it, but we're not. If you want your business to grow, you have to own a problem. What I mean by that is, you know, people, they flip through the Rolodex of their mind when they're looking for uh, somebody to do business with. And the Rolodex doesn't list your business by the first letter of your business name. It lists it by the problem that you solve, right? A broken toilet, you look for a plumber. Uh, if you have uh, weeds in your lawn, you look for a landscaper, whatever. You only buy things when you have a problem. And so if you want your business to grow, you've got to own that real estate in your customer's mind. You have to be the one who owns the solution to that problem. And the best way to do that is to actually tell people, if you're struggling with this, you need to buy this. That's why I liked flipfast.com over siftapp.ai, although we don't know at this point whether or not uh, they bought that and, and ran with it. Uh, or it was even available. But that's why I liked it better because it, it more closely aligned with the solution that people are actually looking for. You know, somebody went, came to me the other day on Instagram, actually, and they said, Don, well, you know, what if I sell pizza? I sell pizza. So, you know, how am I solving a problem? That's so easy. Your tagline just needs to be when you order a pizza, it shouldn't taste like cardboard. Because how many times have you ordered a pizza, it comes to the door and it doesn't taste good and dinner's kind of ruined. If you solve that problem, solve the problem of bad tasting pizza. Now, here's the issue you got to solve that problem. Your pizza actually has to show up and you got to find systems and processes that allow that pizza to show up and taste really, really good. But you can solve a problem. Everything, nobody buys anything that doesn't solve a problem, but it's bigger than the problem of hunger. You, so, you got to compete with all these other pizza places. So your pizza actually has to taste really, really good. Another thing that, uh, that we talked about with James and Walter was the deeper problem. You know, they were solving a problem of finding a couch at a discount off of a new couch, a new sectional. So sectionals cost me four grand. I can buy this for 1200 bucks. That's a problem. However, Walter was present enough to notice a bigger problem. There are a lot of people trying to do what I'm trying to do. If I had a software extension that would allow me to do it faster, that would be really great. And then his brother, James, built that. And all of a sudden, they're off to the races uh, in it with a company that's really scalable. I think all of us need to ask the question, what's the bigger problem here? You know, this is what I did to start StoryBrand. I had a company called Storyline. It was a conference company. I really loved it. And thousands and thousands of people came to Storyline and I was the speaker and had a bunch of guest speakers. It was a conference. And I created the StoryBrand framework to clarify our message so that we could grow the conference company. The conference company did grow. And I realized, wow, there's a much more lucrative problem here 
people are wasting tons of money on marketing. And if they clarified their message, they wouldn't waste money on marketing. And we've turned that into a $15 million business. So we've 10X the business by solving a bigger problem, a more lucrative problem in the marketplace. And so you know, that's a question that you want to ask. Is there a more lucrative problem around me that I could solve and bring to market? And if there is, you want to tackle that. It's exactly what I did, exactly what James and Walter did, and that's where SIFT came from. And then the next question that you want to ask is, are you perceived as owning the solution to that problem? Do you own that mental real estate in people's minds? If you do not own that mental real estate, it doesn't matter whether you solve the problem because nobody knows that you do. That's what marketing is. Your marketing efforts should be aimed at owning the solution to that problem. You got to let everybody know when it comes to you know, flipping sectionals fast, we own that problem. When it comes to losing the, uh, the, the inventory to the people who are out there refreshing their browser all the time, we own that problem. We give you a way to beat them. If you own a problem and it's a lucrative problem to solve, people will pay money for the solution, then you've got a shot. You've got a shot at growing a really, really great business. And uh, that's today's plan of action. All right, everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week.